Hello, and you are tuned in to Simply Life with Stacy. This is a podcast about food, family, and entrepreneurship. Today's segment is Innovation Monday. Here we talk to business owners and local people in our community who are innovators, who have learned how to build success in the most unusual Hello, everybody, and welcome to Innovation Monday. We're here with the lovely, the gorgeous Ashley Davis from Dandelion Legacy Doula. So, Ashley, come on, say hey to everybody. Okay, peace, everyone. Um, again, my name is Ashley Davis, and I am the owner of Dandelion Legacy Doula and Wellness Services. Um, and I provide full-spectrum doula support, lactation support, plus I'm a placenta encapsulation specialist, belly binding specialist, yoni semen specialist, um, a lot of other things that are in the works right now, but just a lot of great things that I'm putting underneath my belt to provide to these families. Hey, Kay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so great that you're... what. So, okay, first of all, we got to get into the meat and the potatoes of this. What, what yes, made you decide to do this? <laughs> so, um, honestly, I was doing doula work before I knew it was a thing, before I knew there was a title to it. And um, our oldest son, he'll be 13 next month. So, after I had him out of my, I guess you could say, circle or um, in a very long time in our family, I was like the first person to go natural and to try to breastfeed and things of that sort. So, it was kind of new. So, I will always have those family and friends that were reach out and say, hey, you know, you went natural, what can I do? Or I'm trying to breastfeed, what can I do? Um, And I was that go-to person to just help. My mother told me, oh, you should go into nursing. Go go into nursing. I'm like, "Uh -uh. Uh uh-uh, I'm not about that nurse life. Um, But you put me in a birthing room, baby. It was a whole totally different ballgame. Like, all right, we're going to hold this leg and we're going to push, you know. So um, it just came natural to me to be in that space and to do those things. I I wish that I'd have known that um, it was my calling you know, 10, 13 years ago, uh, I would have jumped into it way sooner, for sure. Right. But, you know, life gives us experiences. Right. And, you know, you have to, you can't, I know I do that, sometimes I do it where I'm, like, I wish I would have known, I wish I would have, whatever, but you had to go through what you went through in order for you to be where you are right now. Exactly. So Exactly. So I appreciate the journey. Exactly. So, you know, if you would have done it years ago, maybe you wouldn't be as great as you are today. So You know, you got, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> so you are like, you are at like the beginning. You're the, at the beginning right. of a story. That yes. is so powerful. How does that affect you? And how does, you know, when you you give that to your children like what impact do you think that makes on your family and your community i love that so for the kids they with with aiden i actually had and that's our oldest son name we had that conversation yesterday i'm like dude you know me you know the learning 
me, the mom that was just trying to figure it out. Uh, you set the tone for your other siblings. And for me, he set the tone for the next birthing experiences that I had. And I went natural with him. I was a teen mom. I did breastfeed, but um, I didn't have the support that I needed to continue to breastfeed him. Uh, I went back to college right after I had him. He was only two months old. And when I went to like my local WIC office, because I was in the mountains going to school, they didn't know how to help me bring that milk back in and continue to support him um, with my own milk. So I said, okay, my goal for next baby is to breastfeed longer than I did this one. And I am still going to go natural and have a natural birth. And I did. And with each kid, I just stacked on more time, um, dug a little bit more into my research and um, built and knew what I can say no to in a sense. Like I was just like, no, nah, I don't want to see the anesthesiologist or no, um, we don't want any pacifiers or formula. We're breastfeeding. So I kind of was advocating for myself uh, because of my own experiences and what I witnessed with other family members and friends who I supported and I was able to mold uh, my birthing experiences. Then they honestly, they've got, they got better with each one and I'm thankful for that. So being able awesome. to go through that and sack it and then mm -hmm. share it with the kids and say, hey, you you can stand your in, in your own and it's okay. Right. I think, you know, with my first son, my son is 16. Mm-hmm. So pray for me. Uh, <laughs> I know. This 18-year-old thing, I'm like, what the hell? Let me tell you, it has been eye-opening. But yes. um, I look at my son, who basically looks like a grown man, um, and I think right. about when I had him, and when I had him, I was just three years old. When his father, I was a year older than he was, um, you know. And so it's right. like, when you, and then, like, I ended up, you know, being his mom, and right. I can't imagine being that young and being a mother, like, now at this age, looking back, it was like, how right. did that happen? Right. So, and then you go through, and then your kids are, like, fantastic and amazing, and you're like, high five, self. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when you talk about being the team mom, were you, like, high school, like, our situation, we were high school sweethearts. Yeah. You know, but, you know, is that your story? That is my story. So my husband and I are high school sweethearts. We, um, we've known each other all through high school, but got together in our senior year, did our senior prom, the whole nine, went off to college in our first year of college. Hey, Aya, we got pregnant with our first son. So of course that shook up some things because they're like, okay, we're both at separate schools, uh, mind you. But, um, for us, it was just like, okay. My mom was like, well, you got to do what you got to do, okay? You know? so my right. mom was like, what's, the, what's your plan? Um, and right. I pulled from her strength and her experience with um, childbirth. My mother had my brother and I naturally. Um, and I didn't know at the time it was a mantra or affirmation, right? And I'm like, yo, if my mom can do it, I can do it. If my mom is strong enough to do it, I'm strong enough to do it. I can do it. If my mom can do it, I can do it. That right. was my mantra with my 18-year-old yes. self 
where I had doctors and nurses come in and tell me, oh, you sure you don't want the epidural? Um, it is 99.9% safe, and you sure you don't want any pain medication and all these other things. In um, right. the first experience, I did get um, the, the medication that they put in your IV, and I did not like the experience. Uh, and the husband with his 18-year-old self was shook, too, because it kicked in so quick. But um, right. it, it during that time, navigating through um, your young adulthood, right? You just got into college, learning yourself. You got a little bit of freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you bring this beautiful life into the world. And it's like, okay, how do we figure this out? And we right. had to grow through a lot of things. Uh, right. But making sure that communication was that foundation to... Um, making sense of our situation and the love and the support that we were able to get from um, our families played a big role too. And not only just our families, because we were four hours away from home. So our community became our other peers and they were also learning life. You know what I'm saying? But boy, when I right. came together and they are my sisters and my brothers to this day, because they really rallied around um me and then when a the husband came to the university that I was at he they rallied around us and we were able to push through and succeed okay so I know you're a military spouse we're both military spouses yeah so how did we get into this universe okay so I was okay look let me see how could I put it I was going to join the military and the husband told me eh -eh. Okay, he said no. Oh. <laughs> so uh, he said if anybody was going to do it, it was going to be him. And I'm like, right. okay. After we had our second son, we were in Ohio, no longer in Philadelphia, which that's where we um, are from. And uh, wow. we just had one of those moments, those aha moments or intuition moments or dream or whatever the case may be that came to him. And he's like, this is the move that we have to make. And uh, he, he put in a paperwork. He did. When he was on the move and ready to go, he did it. Oh, and wow. We ended up, our first duty station was out in Bliss, for uh, Fort uh, Bliss. So that's Texas, El Paso, Texas. We loved it. And then we are here now in our North Carolina area. Okay. How do you like uh, North Kakilaki? Oh, girl, we bought a house. Um, so we love it. I, I, it is very bipolar, right, with the weather. Um, but I, I love it. I love being able to, uh, go out into the green because of course we came from dry desert and then it was like, oh, this is grass and trees. Oh, we live. Um, but we don't mind it. We don't mind it at all, especially with being a little on the outskirts of the city, not too far, but not too close. Um, so oh, yeah. not... I love the ruralness, like being able yeah. to like take my kids to the farm. Let me take right. strawberries a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like, let's take strawberries. Like we do. Um, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids, you know, they got to see cows and they know where right. their food comes from. Right. And one of my exactly. neighbors has chickens. Right. And, you know, that's an experience I, experience I never had coming up. 
the experience, like you said, never had growing up, and the kids appreciate it. Like, I think they find um, a new love for nature and life, and uh, just when they watch the process of everything and how it's made, they appreciate it a lot more. They do. Oh, yeah, and it's a lot, it's a slower pace. It is. I love it. Oh, I, I mean, the energy is where it needs to be. I love it. Right. So we're gonna go. We're gonna say hi to a few of our viewers. So we got Bahada Belly Hey. Let's say hey. <laughs> we got Miss K twenty twenty. Yes. Hi, Miss <laughs> We got All Things Swim. Hey, All Things Swim. Hey, Shayla. Okay, and we got Kevin uh, Murchison. Hey, Kevin. Peace. Um, my Reflection Doula Services. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I think we got Anya Doula. Doula, yes. Hey, Anya. Hey, girl. Um, we got Kay's Love for You. Peace, Kay. And we got uh, Michelle. Jesus Photography. Hey, Michelle. Hey, peace. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. That means yeah. everything. We appreciate um, it. So what was your aha, like, I am going to be the, at the beginning of these children's stories? What made you decide to do that? So um, my aha moment that it was a couple of years ago. And it was presented okay. that um, doula was a profession. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, okay. Well, if it's a thing, I'll do the training. I've been doing this apparently for however long. I would love to get some more information so that, you know, if there are some things I just don't know, I can apply it and, you know, support more families. Uh, because my whole thing is if I'm not staying a student or if you don't stay a student, you're not doing yourself any justice or if you're, ser if you're a server or a healer, you, you, you can't provide the optimal support that you need to if you just don't know certain things, you know. So stay, you, you grow when you stay a student. So after I did the training, I was just like, whoa. Okay, there was a lot of things I did not know. But I'm so happy that I did it. <laughs> Because, you know, right. I came out a different person um, after that training, not only because of the sisterhood that I gained with the other um, doulas who were training with me, but just like, oh, snaps, like, we about to go in and we about to support these mamas and these families, and they're going to be great. Did it start out like that? Not with every, not, no, mm-mm. But <laughs> you, that's, a, that's a part of business. Let's go ahead and be completely honest here. But the beautiful yes. part with it is I took that experience and mm -hmm. I went back to uh, my third son's experience and I encapsulated my placenta. And when I encapsulated my placenta, it was the best thing that I could have done for myself or self-care and for healing and things of that sort. So I knew right away after I completed my doula training, I wanted to go ahead and um, take a placenta encapsulation training so I could provide that service as well. So I did that and absolutely loved it. I encapsulated my placenta for the last two babies. Um, and girl, 
I can't tell you so how much. Explain like, what that is, because oh, that's a yeah, big word. Stressors, 
um, can contribute and just life in general. We are, you know, more at a risk of having postpartum depression. But not only that, as I mentioned, with multiple children, that increases your risk too. So, right. What do you think about what's going on in the healthcare community when it comes down to the amount of black women that are dying in childbirth or right. black women that are having postpartum and it's not being diagnosed? Oh, it's it's something where that's where we come in. And doulas, yeah. postpartum doulas, birth doulas, um, we it, it is our job to educate and support those birthing families, those um because sometimes we go in and we think back to our, our first child. We go in not knowing what we can say no to and what we can reject and what um, isn't right or what doesn't feel right. Or we are voicing what is going on with us and we're just not being heard. So what comes into play is having the knowledge of uh, knowing what what to, I don't even want to say what to expect because birth is so unexpected. Babies come when they want to come and things just do their own yeah. thing. But mm-hmm. um, being able to have a support person with you or behind you or that's providing that information so you can go in with your solid foundation, you might as well say, and able to make informed decisions uh, plays a big role. Uh, we We need more black doulas we need more black midwives um that the same people that are willing to listen to us uh when we are saying hey this doesn't feel right or i'm in pain or this is wrong even when your partners are informed and they're speaking up for you um you you just got to know who who's who's with you and who's not because not everyone in that health you know space are for you right Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know you being a doula, I know that you advocated quite a bit for these mommies. Do you think it's important for moms, especially first-time moms, do you think it's important that they have a doula on deck? Or is it, do they need expressly a doula or just a relative? What do you think is the best choice for a new mom? Um, I will say definitely get a doula. Uh, mom, every mom should have a doula, especially if they they want one. Like every if they can get access to one, get it. I mean, they, go to blackdoulas.org. We have a whole directory over there at the National Black Doulas Association to find, right. um, you know, black doulas in different areas. But not only that, yes, get you a doula. Why? Because we are trained to know these what's going on in that medical field or what's what. We can help you pivot through um i guess you could say the shenanigans or what's being thrown at you and it's like okay you think they throwing this jab but i'm we about to teach you how to bob and weave that you know <laughs> <laughs> like, we gotta make sure you on your toes bob and weave bob and weave right right um, exactly but it, yeah, so what, especially a, a, a birth and postpartum doula they, they're different you you need right both people. please explain that the birth a birth uh, doula is going to be able to help you prepare for birth. Peace, Harris. Um, uh, make sure that you are equipped with comfort measures, evidence based knowledge, um, all the way up until birthing time. They're there with you, supporting you. Normally, um, right after birth, they're helping you get that initial um, breastfeeding experience, and then you'll have um, I want to say maybe a couple of follow ups for postpartum. 
but the postpartum doula is the one that is there after baby is born and you're in your home and you're breastfeeding and maneuvering through this new journey of parenthood and um, they are doing maybe light cleaning, prepping meals for you, holding baby while you are getting your rest, uh, trying to make sure that you and dad get the, the rest that you need uh, in between uh, just learning each other because right. now y'all new people y'all two new individuals and learning baby that's um, right yeah so <laughs> it, the, the postpartum doula comes in and help you you know navigate right. through that and say hey okay. it's okay go ahead and get your shower i got the baby baby right. go ahead and get you a power <laughs> nap when it's time to feed we'll bring right. the baby uh but right. that we as moms don't think about the postpartum doula will like come in and swoop swoop and, and get it done. Right. Like, I ain't even think to order groceries. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right. I have to pop this meal in the microwave, on the oven, and that's it. Like I can literally do this with one hand, uh, and that's right. how I with my clients. I'm like, listen, we gonna prep meals that you can do with holding this baby like this, and you one hand in it because you're about to be right. a great, <laughs> a great mom assassin with one hand cooking these meals. Right. Okay? We can do it. I have done it. You You've done it. it. Right. I'm going to get you and I'm going to get this meal. Right. And this baby. baby and my right. at the same time. Just needed one hand. Right. Free. That's it. Right. So, do, as a doula, are you also trained in, um, in breastfeeding and lactation? Um, no. So, as a doula, you're just focusing on um, the birthing part of it, and then there's a separate postpartum training that will gear you up for that section because they're separate. I mean, now there's some doulas who bring them together um, because they do the separate trainings, but they do have their own separate entities. Some doulas just love birth, and some doulas just love postpartum. Um, breastfeeding is also its own thing. I am a certified lactation counselor, and that has its own you know, training and guidelines and things of that sort. But uh, for me, um, I'm a certified fertility doula, birth, postpartum, um, and I do deal with bereavement, did my abortion training because they need support too, and yeah. um, placenta encapsulation and the whole nine. I, I feel like a lot of people are like, girl, you got a lot of hats. But I'm like, hey, in order to provide the best service and knowledge and Whatever I can give to my clients, I make sure that I stay a student and I give them what they need. Okay. So when it comes down to um, when it comes down to the after services or not after services, but when it comes down to after you have the baby, the part postpartum, right. um, one of the things as business owners, right, um, that we we are challenged with, um, even women in the workforce. Right. You know, they just had a baby. They get six to eight weeks of maternity, sometimes longer, depending. Sometimes yeah. you get that 12 weeks. Right. Um, meanwhile, husband gets two weeks, mm -hmm. and he's back at the job. Right. How do you feel about that? Um, oh, child. So <laughs> the first thing that I do with clients is I tell them, like, listen, we have we have that birth plan. We we're gonna get through this birth, but I need you to succeed and thrive during postpartum. That's where yeah. it hits a lot of mamas and and daddies hard. Mm -hmm. um, so what?
what does your support circle looks like during postpartum? What does right. your employer support um, look like when you go back to work? Do they have a separate room for you to pump and to, you know, separate that time? Or is the child care center or, or is the baby going to be home? Can you take your lunch to go nurse baby on your lunch? Um, so right. that diving into it gets really, really deep. Right. But um, honestly, normally during the prenatal part of it, we're talking to clients to make sure that they have that support and that plan in place. And if for some reason that employer is not, they don't have a breastfeeding policy or support policy for breastfeeding, then we're working with that employer um, to okay. make sure that they have something in place. So when that mama do get back to work, that they, they're good and they can still support their baby and feed them and things of that sort. Cause it does get challenging. Yeah. So do doulas work with just mom or is it mom and dad? And do you have oh, we work with the special whole tips and tricks? Okay. The whole family. The the whole baby. family. Come on, kids. You're going to learn, too. <laughs> okay. Family. Okay. Bring everybody. Supporting you. Bring your auntie right. and them, too, because I need to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I always, always what? like to say that um, with our our circle you know they right. a lot of the older generation have older ways and when right. we're trying to do things that are new uh breastfeeding and baby led weaning and uh natural births and all these different things not putting cereal in baby's bottles or giving them food too soon uh right. they look at you and say well we did it to you you turned out all right but you like my So, um, you know, once I was able to provide it, I did get some, you know, some 
eye rolls. But at the end of the day, they all was on board and they all, you know, really her wishes. So uh, just having that relieves the stress off of that mom, especially during that healing period for her and or you know, when she's getting ready to go into her birthing time, I don't like to say labor, um, but when she goes into her birthing time, you, she don't want, we don't want her to still have that worry on her because we need her as relaxed, right. bottles, hormones to do its thing. Um, so I'm like, hey, you need, you need us to nip something in the bud before we go in there because we need all the right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we, uh, we, the fan, it's a village, it's a village thing. And the more that we take the knowledge that we have and we pour into that older generation who are kind of stuck in their ways, but they're, they're not too closed off to not hearing what we have to say or, you know, the information that we're providing and we provide it to them Mm -hmm. that, you know, they can't, they can't really. Yes, the pressure with the bottles. Yes, you're starving at my grandbaby. Girl, listen. I know. <laughs> I know. Because they don't quite understand. Like, breastfeeding is so different. It's so right. different. And then teaching them what that looks like when baby is uh, cluster feeding, which means feeding often shorter period of time, longer period of times, you know, just there on the boob, yeah. on the boob, on the boob. Uh, and what baby's belly is doing, like how big is it? Yeah. How small is it? And um, yeah. is baby going to growth spurt? Educating not only the parents, but the family on all of that right. is big. And then you get to when she goes back to work. How are we properly feeding that baby? Because everybody is used to right. just holding baby in cradle and just had that bottle up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's just sucking mm-hmm. down that milk too fast. And then that little belly is too full. And now they tummy hurting, you know? Or and now they got to spit up. Right. They're spinning up to get back to breast. And now they're expecting that same flow, that same amount. And mom's body is producing what baby needs. But now she's discouraged because now she's like, I'm not making enough milk. Or my baby's still hungry and this, that, and a third. So um, we make sure that yeah. we're educating on how to properly yeah. feed baby, too. And, oh, yeah, I think somebody just mentioned uh, spoiling baby. You cannot spoil no newborn, no infant, no nothing. They All no. they know how to do is communicate is cry, when and grab. That, yeah. Hold that baby. Hold your yeah. baby. Hold that baby okay. close. Can we talk about, I will tell you that with my, my daughter, right? Cause you know, you and I, that's what we got in common. We got the three boys. Right. And then we got the princess at the, at the end, at, at the, the end, end. <laughs> the best to last. Okay. Right. Um, now my husband, when we had our boys, he was cool. I breastfed everybody. Mm-hmm. We got to my daughter in my mind's eye, this is not your first baby. Right. When it came down to her, I was breastfeeding her, mm-hmm. and he would feel some type of way oh. because he was glad she was getting breastfed, but he didn't get a chance to hold his baby. He wanted to feed his baby. Right. So have, have you had to deal with dads that are like, well, I want to feed my baby too? Yes. And Actually, I want to. One of my recent clients. Um, first baby and, uh, it's a baby girl and he is proud. You hear me? A proud dad. Bomb. That's all he kept, dad, uh, girl, dad. That's all he kept saying was, 
I'm ready to be a girl dad. And I'm like, you better come. You better be ready. <laughs> Boy, he's expensive, okay? Um, but, you know, he was definitely ready. And uh, because it's their first baby, she's dealing with the um, autopilot of milk and, uh, yeah. you know, just those first couple of weeks. And I, I definitely gave them the information and let them know, like, hey, we're definitely going to be team no sleep. Uh, but this is what it's going to look like because baby is growing and you're going to have cluster feet here, 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 and here. If it comes a day early or a day late or, you know, day or two, it's fine. But it's definitely probably going to happen. Uh, he's right. like, she can't pump so I can give her a bottle and try to give her a break. Uh, and I'm like, right. You know, to pump so early, they, they just, they want to, they, they, they want to have that bond moment too with feeding and it's just something that they, they, they don't get in those early stages. Um, when they're just like, I just want to snuggle this beautiful baby. Um, right. I, but, uh, he's very understanding. Yeah. And they are definitely getting through it. I'm like, listen, you're almost over that hump where mm-hmm. you want to know when she's ready to eat and feed and you guys are going to be great. This is the tag team thing. Mom feeds, dad takes, change butt, whole baby, put it back to sleep, mom goes to sleep. Great. If mom is knocked out, then you learn how to prop that baby up on the boob and, and, and give her a break. It's, there's ways to do it. So they, they definitely right. have... They have a groove going now. <laughs> right. That's awesome. But my husband, I'm telling you, my husband, my husband huh? baby girl's like, oh, girl, they, they hold new people. They hold, like, where's oh. this, this person? Like, he'll go by and he'll kiss her. I have, I'm like, right, right. Excuse me. Like, hey. He like, babe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, you, you just oh my gosh. She just bought. No, this is. I'm telling you, when my daughter was new, when she was a newborn, mm-hmm. um, he would come home. Not even her, when she was a newborn. Even to this day, it's still the same way. Right. But he would come home from work and love on her. Mm-hmm. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But when she was younger, when she was, I would say, her first two years, she was not looking at my husband. She wanted nothing to do with him. Right. Like. Get out and of my face. His little heart was broken, child. It was, girl. It was. And mm-hmm. then, um, but when, uh, so that's, he, and he, to this day, he says it's because he didn't get to feed her. Right. When so I was like, that has nothing to do with it. Just washing the dishes, meal preps. Yes. Right. Yes. Those are birth ways to help. Yeah. That nursing station. Oh, yes. All of that. And that. And I tell them, like, hey, this is what you can do. This is what we can have in place while she's resting. Right. Um, and he is on it. I can say, right. like, the dads, I, um, my, just my clients in general, they come mm. through. They are like sponges when I give them the information. You can tell they just sitting there and they're in it. And I love it because I'm like, yes, how about that? When they are just receiving it and taking it in. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's literally the best feeling because they are the ones like when they when moms can't really just say no, I don't want that here. The dads come in like chop chop. Nope. <clears throat> yeah. We don't nobody here today. <laughs> no call. She sleep. You know they be in there. Right. Well, that is so awesome. 
was blocking it, and I love it. I love, love, love because they take it in like, Ash, we took your advice. We we got it covered. I'm like, you the real MVP. You know that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So how do you think what you do, how do you think it impacts the overall community? Um, It impacts the overall community by allowing birthing families to be able to have a resource to get the information and the knowledge that they need to make informed decisions in their most precious and sacred time. They are able to just go in with just, you know, that armor of knowledge or that they have that extra person of armor with them. Uh, because right now in certain areas, we're just not allowed to be in the birthing space. It's just mom and partners. So doulas have to maneuver a lot differently right now, but uh, being able to just be that resource and answer the questions or wipe those tears when they feel that they just don't have it in them or they don't know which way to go and them to be able to like, Ash, I need this and I don't know what to do. Right. And I can pour into them um, whatever they need is the best feeling to just, do because this is I guess you could say it's definitely work in progress with this yeah. um, with just our culture and remolding us and re-educating us it's a lot of unlearning and relearning uh, right. in our community right. so just being a resource to provide that helps right so what now you know we're living through a pandemic and things mm-hmm. are being kind of like Restricted in a lot of ways. The hospital is no longer a safe place. Right. Um, What are some innovative habits you have learned or implemented in what you do? And what do you think you're going to keep after this pandemic passes? Oh, I love that. So I, okay, let's see. I had virtual like support for, because I am a traveling doula too. So I traveled to Philadelphia um twice a year so the first quarter and then like the summer quarter just to this philly is home but what i'm doing uh with that because i had a virtual platform but now i'm like expanding it uh learning the different ways to utilize these um the facetiming and the uh post it's Social media is something. I'm going to tell you, I am not a social media guru, uh, but I am learning during this time. Uh, another thing that I'm doing is just taking additional trainings that I've been wanting to do to add underneath my belt uh, to support my mamas, and I'm definitely keeping holding on to those, uh, working on just basic courses to um, implement, to be able to share with my clients, and uh picking up a whole bunch of books. Oh my gosh, my library has definitely picked up. <laughs> my library is popping. Um, and I think, as I mentioned before, just staying a student and allowing myself to pay attention to the vets in the game or the masters in the And I'm going to call it the game, but this birthing world, there are so many amazing dope doulas. Um, and just birthing professionals that I am sitting back and I'm like, okay, that's amazing. Wow. Or I ask them questions or um, I'll try to set up a session to just pick their brain or I ask them like, hey, I came across this. What, what, are your, what is your take on it? And there's so many um, in 
the National Black Girls Association. They're so dope. And that circle of women, just being surrounded with them and thriving and surviving this pandemic, just uh, watching the way that we are moving as a unit, girl, it's amazing. The energy is absolutely beautiful. And um, I think all of us are taking nuggets from each other and being able to share and incorporate into our businesses. So there's a lot of great things that are happening and moving over here. But you got your team, right? Oh, yeah. That is definitely helping for the good of the community. support circle that you're oh, yeah. doing your birthing time but now it's like okay are this these birthing professionals we have a circle we have support within um the mbda just for each other awesome awesome so um i don't know if you follow um simon senek he is a mm-hmm. motivational speaker he um is amazing Okay. Um, he has a book that's called Start With Why. If you haven't had an opportunity, please read it. Okay. And basically, he talks about how businesses, when they market, they usually market with their what, which is what is the product, service, right. whatever. Um, but he says, instead of marketing with that, market with your why. Why do you do what you do? Right. Oh, I love it. What so, I want you to do is, so what is your why? My why, well, once I found out it was my calling, (laughs) (laughs) once it slapped me in the face, it was like, ah, that's what you need to be doing. Um, My why is to be able to empower as many birthing families that I can. And I do it because at the end of the day, once I'm done and I'm completed with it, no matter how tired I am, Right, because it takes a good 24 hours or more, depending on the birth, to recuperate. The the look on their face, the parents' face of just being able to do it and get through it and the things. Like, you just, it's, it's absolutely amazing. That fulfillment, I'm like, I don't care how, how long I've been on my feet. They came, they saw, they conquered. And I go back, I go, look, I go back, no matter how tired I am, I go back and I do it again because um, I know what my purpose is and knowing that these, these moms or these parents are, are succeeding and they're thriving afterwards. I'm like, girl, that, that, (laughs) you did it. It's heavy. Like, uh, what? I go back because I want I want my kids to also know that what their mom is doing is because uh, what a lot of people don't know is birth is a life or death type of situation. Like our job is not easy. The, the the Instagram little pictures that they put up and all these birth videos they're beautiful, but that is not how it always is. And there are sometimes when you got to put your your combat boots on when you're going into that space to protect your client and protect that family and that baby and um knowing that I'm going in with not only my knowledge of and, and training, but also the circle of women that have come before me or who are always with me to be able to pour into that mom and walk away and say, they did it. We did it. 
I, I can't ask for more than I, the high, no matter what time or morning or night it is that I'm on after that birth is amazing. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm tired, but oh, she did it. She did it. <laughs> There's a whole party at three, four, five o'clock in the morning after double digit hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that baby is here, healthy that and gorgeous. Healthy and thriving, yes. Um, yes. So my why is Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, arduous. 
arduous. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I have to come back on that one. Arduous. Okay. Arduous. Arduous. Okay. Uh, challenging. Challenging. Just mm-hmm. anything that's going to have you push against the grain. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enlightening. Enlightening. Informed. Beautiful. Just a new person. Renewed. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Renewed. Girl, that's making me think. Okay, let me go, let me go sit in the corner and meditate. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and the last one, innovative. Innovative. Um, stepping outside of the box, setting up, um, I don't like to say, I don't like to use the word trend, right? Um, Right. But really, a tr- I don't want to say a trendsetter either, but it's like, you know, just setting the tone of something amazing, being on a whole nother level or taking your business to a whole nother level where um, you're, you're stepping outside of yourself, right? You're getting out of your box and you're doing a new or creating a new habit of just greatness, Right. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. And I just want to say this really quick before we we wrap up. Um, I think that what you are doing, what you are doing is so powerful and so meaningful and so needed. Right. Um, I pray that, that, and I'm speaking straight as a black mother, um, after experiencing four births, I wish I would have had the opportunity to have a doula. Right. I wish I would have had those services. <laughs> yes, my children are here. They're healthy. And right. I did advocate for myself. But there was a lot of bumps and hiccups along the way mm-hmm. that if I had my my doula in my corner, right. that uh, things could have ran a whole lot smoother. And I could have felt more supported. Um, yeah. So, so baby number four, I did have a doula. Awesome. I'm a doula who had a doula. It was important awesome. to me to have it. Like, yeah, it was just my husband for, you know, the, just my husband and I for the first three. But mm-hmm. like you said, I wish I would have had a doula for them. And for baby number four, I made sure that I had a doula in my corner. One of my doula sisters Yes, I'm a doula, and yes, I know all of this great information, but in your most vulnerable time where you just need that extra support, it was it was necessary that I had my doula in there, and my doula sister definitely came through for me. Awesome, awesome. I think it, I think doulas should be essential, and it should be automatic oh, yeah. you get a doula. Absolutely. I mean, you should pick. But I think you right. always because you everybody's always energy is different, and you got to make right. sure that you mesh well. Because this business is, is like birth work is energy. Birth yes, work it is. is a trans, uh, just you're you're trans, just uh, transferring yes. energy yeah. into that mom and into that space. Um, so it's important that the vibes are right. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. 
So I just wanted to let you know how I felt that you were needed. I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. Yes, keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Keep helping us bring healthy, beautiful babies into the world and help our moms be healthy to raise, um, you know, powerful and, and healthy individuals. Absolutely. Because that moment, that first moment of a child's life is so pivotal and it stays with our kids. Yeah. Forever and ever and ever. Hashtag our gut environments from that cereal bottle. (laughs) Right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. You know, no. What are we doing? All right. So thank you so much. Um, Can you tell everybody how to get in contact with you? Yes, so on Instagram, it's Dandelion Legacy Doula. On Facebook, which it will be changing, but it's also Ashley Dandelion um, Legacy Doula. And the website is dandelionlegacydoula.com. Alrighty, you guys, I'm going to post all the information. Since our interviews have been running a little bit longer, now we have an IG channel, apparently. IG decided we needed one. They allowed you to be so, great. <laughs> right. <laughs> So y'all can switch over if you missed the the beginning of. The, I see we have some people just now tuning in. Um, you can go back and check it. Yes, you can go back and check it then. And we'll also have this on uh, the podcast Life with Stacy um, on Anchor FM. So definitely Yay. check that out. Yay! Um, thank you so much, Ashley, for coming through. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and you are much appreciated, girl. Thank you. And we'll talk more on my, offline because I got yes, some stuff more to more share. Okay. All right. That's what you do. <laughs> Bye. All right. See you guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I hope you found something valuable to take away from today's session. If you would like more info about the guest or about the podcast, please go to our Instagram page real underscore Stacy underscore Simpukwe or our Facebook page, Simply Life with Stacy. Again, thank you for tuning in.